Okay, hello, automotive world. Thank you for tuning in to the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. This is Sean Tipping. Today is just going to be a quick, down and dirty, to the point update. I've just got a few things to cover, so uh, this is just <laughs> real clean and simple. No intro music, no outro music. Just wanted to talk about a couple things uh, I had going on this week. And just uh, top of mind, doesn't warrant an entire episode, uh, but just a quick update. Uh, number one is going to be a tech tip that uh, I just went through on a 2017 Nissan Armada. This is their big SUV with the 5.6 liter V8. Uh, This was a real low mileage vehicle. I had actually been called in to diagnose an airbag light. Uh, The airbag light was on and flashing, and the passenger side uh, indicator for the airbag off light was on. So this would be, uh, you know, if somebody's sitting in the passenger seat, it is if they weigh enough and if they're positioned correctly and buckled up, this little indicator light would go off saying, okay, the airbag on the passenger side is ready to deploy in the event of a collision. Uh, if the passenger doesn't weigh enough, if they're not positioned correctly, they don't have their seatbelt buckled up, or there's a problem in the system, this light will be on indicating that the passenger side airbag is disarmed. Anyways, I'm not going to go through the whole diagnosis because it wasn't anything too special. Bottom line is we found the occupant classification module that's located under the passenger seat was the problem. That was what was causing the uh, light to be on and there was a code in there. Again, nothing special. And from what I'm seeing, Nissan is having quite a bit of trouble with these. So uh, I told them, get a module, you know, replace it. I don't even think these need to be programmed. They just need a zero point recalibration done. And if you need me to do that, I can swing back out and do that. But uh, aftermarket tools do have the capability of doing the zero point calibration. I've seen some trouble with that though, depending on what tool you're using, where it says it completes, but it doesn't actually go through or it just fails the zero point calibration. It's basically to tell the module when there's nothing in the seat, when there's no weight on it, that it's at zero point, And then it goes from there to gauge if a passenger is sitting there and how much they weigh. So anyways, uh, they replace the module, they do the calibration and they call me back up and they say, we were successful in the calibration or so our scan tool says there's no code anymore in this thing. The light for that passenger side, uh, airbag is off. Now it's functioning the way it's supposed to, but we have another problem. The actual airbag light on the dash, the red warning light that shows a little passenger with a, looks like a beach ball in front of them. That's the airbag warning light is actually flashing slowly. And I'm, I'm looking at it cause I, I did go check it out. I said, okay, I'll, you know, I'll come check it out. Maybe I need to run the zero point calibration with the consult. That's the Nissan factory scan tool. Cause sometimes I've had to do that to get it to go through. So anyways, I go out there and I look at the light and it is, it's flashing. Anytime the key's on or the engine's running, this thing's flashing and it's a really slow flash. And I actually didn't quite notice it at first because I really wasn't paying too much attention to it. I was focused on the code and what we were looking at with the occupant classification system. Um, And there are no codes in this thing at this point, zero codes in the occupant classification, zero codes in the airbag module, but this light is blinking. It's blinking very slow. It's two seconds on, two seconds off, two 
seconds on, two seconds off. And that just goes on for days if you let it. So again, no codes. So I look up uh, to see if there's any related information to this. And there actually is a service bulletin related to this exact problem. So not that you can't look this up for yourself and find a service bulletin, but uh, I want to just explain what I went through in order to make this happen. So the service bulletin states that if the airbag light is doing this and there's no codes in the system, it's actually in a self-diagnostic mode. And how it got in that mode, I'm not at 100%. Um, you have to do some on and off of the key in a certain order in order to get it into a diagnostic mode as far as what I read in the service bulletin. But either way, it's in it. And nothing you do is going to clear it unless you follow the procedure that's outlined in the service bulletin. Because the tech had even tried disconnecting the battery and touching the cables together to do a capacitor discharge. didn't happen. So... Uh, in this document, it outlines a procedure to actually get the vehicle out of self-diagnostic mode and get this light to stop flashing. And what it has you do is turn on the ignition and wait seven seconds and then turn the ignition off, wait three seconds, repeat that again. Okay, so you're going to turn the ignition back on, wait seven seconds, turn the ignition off, and then do it one more time. Turn the ignition on, wait seven seconds, turn the ignition off, and you wait, I think it was eight seconds after that, you turn it back on and it should be out of diagnostic mode at that point. The light should come on for seven seconds and then completely turn off at that point. I tried this and it didn't work. I tried it again and it didn't work. And what I ended up having to do was, because I was just kind of eyeballing it, you know, I was just trying to count, you know, one Mississippi, two Mississippi in my head, and I couldn't get it to go. I actually had to pull out my phone and not even really look at the light because I was kind of waiting for the light to turn off too. And then I was, you know, flipping the, it's a push button ignition with the intelligent key access in this one. And I was trying to work it that way and it, it wasn't happening. I actually had to pull out my phone, get the stopwatch out and time exactly seven seconds from when I turned on the ignition to turn it off. And then the three seconds and then back on, do it again. Once I did it with the stopwatch, I was able to successfully get it out of self-diagnostic mode. So, um, I'm sure you can find that service bulletin. It's in Nissan service information. You can find it, you know, all data, Mitchell, Identifix, whatever service information you use, and you can read the procedure there. So if it's not detailed perfectly here, you can find it. My point of this being is you got to be really precise with the timing of your on and off of the ignition. And from what I read, read in this is it actually covers a lot of different models, a whole big year range of Nissans and Infinities as well. So um, check that out. If you got a Nissan with a slow flashing airbag light, it may be in self-diagnostic mode and you just need to do this procedure, but you might have to pull out the phone and really time that thing into seven seconds on and then three seconds off three times and then back on and it should be out of self-diagnostic mode. So that was my first update. Second update I have for you is a tool that I'm using that I don't feel like I have enough knowledge on to do an entire episode uh, and a review of the tool. What I'll do, though, is I'll put some links to some videos. I just want to kind of put it out there because I've been really impressed with this tool. It is the Autel Maxi IM series, the 508. And what this particular Autel is designed for 
is immobilizer and security work. Uh, you can do some other things with it too. You can do basic scan tool functions. They actually have a 608 that has a, a J2534 application and a full-fledged scan tool, but I, I have plenty of scan tools, so I didn't need another full-fledged scan tool. The 508 is much cheaper in price, and what I can tell you though is the immobilizer functions for this thing have just been awesome so far, saving me a lot of time and money. Uh, if it's a can Chrysler vehicle, uh, as long as it's not, uh, I think, I'm trying to think of the year. Some of the brand new Fiat ones with the rolling codes, you can't do this. But a lot of can Chrysler vehicles, you can pull the security pin with this thing, no problem, which saves you a bunch of messing around to try to get these pin codes. Uh, if you're redoing keys in Nissans that, or Infinities, that was the other one that I was doing on a separate vehicle this week. Um, you know, you can't even access this stuff with a factory scan tool unless you go through the LSID and the, the NASDAQ stuff. Uh, this, this thing is so worth the money to be able to do the immobilizer functions that it does. So I'm not going to go into big detail on it here. I may have an episode in the future where I really detail the tool, but I will put a link to a, a video and some reviews of this tool. Check it out. If you're running into immobilizer stuff that you can't do or you're calling you know, someone else, even a locksmith to come do some of this stuff, man, this is a powerful tool uh, for what you're paying for it. So again, that's the Autel Maxi IM 508. And there is a 608. Again, that's a, a little bit more expensive. You get more with it, but it depends on your needs. So I'll, again, I'll put a link into where I purchased it from. Check that thing out. It's awesome. Uh, final thing for this, again, this is just going to be a quick update for the middle of the week here. I uh, just wanted to give a shout out to Paul Danner, Scanner Danner. Um, as some of you may know, I'm an instructor for a local community college for the automotive program. And you know, just like the rest of the world, we're staying at home and we've been transferring to you know all online. And as you can imagine for an automotive program, that is, it's a struggle, uh, you know, just getting the content up online quickly, you know, it, you don't design courses in a matter of a couple of weeks. That's just, it's tough to do in itself, um, but having it with a hands-on program like automotive is even more challenging. Uh, you know, how do we get across the information that we need to, to these students when it's such a hands-on field? The real answer is you can't, you're missing a portion of it if you're not in person working on cars, but that's the way it is right now. Anyways, um, it's not so much about me and what I'm doing there, but what Paul did uh, for my students was he actually opened up the premium side of his website to them at no charge until the end of the semester. Um, you know, this is an offer that he made, and uh, you know, it's awesome because he's got you know 400 plus videos on his website, and uh, just really, really generous and helpful to my students, and helpful to me in a way too, because I can utilize that for our online portion of our class. You know, I can assign some videos that they can watch, uh, you know, at their leisure whenever they have time, and you know, it's all really good content if you haven't been on his website or seen his stuff on YouTube. Uh, it's all really good educational, thorough stuff. Um, so again, just a shout out to him because uh, I think that's just, that's awesome that he's doing that uh, for these, for these kids, you know, cause it's, it's kind of rough for them. <laughs> you know, they're the ones that are with me, the students that are with me are going to graduate in a month now, I think a month and a few days. And it's just kind of a, <laughs> it's a tough way to end their two year 
program. You know, it's such an exciting time when you get to graduate and you get to go to the ceremony and you're with your friends that you've been with for the last two years. It's it's a fun time. I remember tech school and how much I enjoyed it. And they're not really getting that. We're kind of sputtering towards the end here and we're going to mail them a piece of paper and say good luck. And uh, so anything that we can do to help them out and make their experience the best we can is awesome. So this has been really big for me and them. So um, that's it for today. Again, just quick and simple. I'm going to have another episode out on Monday. Uh, But until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, hopefully busy as well. Hopefully you got some work to do and you're making some money. But other than that, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again soon.